Carlsbad. People, purpose, and impact. An essential podcast for those who live, work, visit, and play in Carlsbad. Good morning and welcome, everyone. My name is Brett Schonsenbach. I am the president and CEO of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce, and I am your host this morning. And I'm very excited to have with me Brad and Beth Thorpe from the Mitchell Thorpe Foundation. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for joining us. So the Mitchell Thorpe Foundation, you guys, not everybody, you know, even though you've been around, not everybody necessarily knows, uh, you know, your history. And you started back in 2009, but you started after a very challenging life event that happened, you know, with your son, a five-year battle. So why don't you narrate that a little bit for everybody? What, what's that story? And uh, that was your inspiration for starting your foundation. So it was a long five-year journey and uh, it took us all, all over the country looking for uh, anybody to help our son, you know, overcome the illness that he was battling. He passed uh, of an undiagnosed illness, even autopsy uh, showed inconclusive. Mm. And uh, so. That seems so odd in today's medical advancements that we could never figure out what he was battling. But you know, this was 15, 17 years ago when genetic testing and DNA testing was there just coming around. Sure. But it cost $100,000 to get a test. Versus today at twelve hundred dollars. Wow, well, that's so, quite an advancement. Yeah, so more families are those that have been undiagnosed are now getting a chance to at least identify what the illness is, whether it's a missing gene, and uh, you know, so they can at least know that there might be some hope down the road. Yeah, and they could network and you know do those type of things. Facebook, any social media wasn't even really around right. when we. Uh, we're going through our journey. Sure. So Mitchell had a five-year battle with this undiagnosed disease, and he passed away which year? 2009. He passed away, okay, 2009. So the same year you started your foundation, you guys? It, it was. It was nine months after, um, and, uh, you know, we. what happened, well, the first thing that started was we were going to rename the ball field at Poinsettia Park mm-hmm. in Mitchell's name. And that was our first thing. Some uh, friends came to us and said, you know, well, let's rename a ball field in Mitchell's honor because he his love of baseball. Yeah, I was going to say he must have had a passion for baseball. Yes. And, uh, you know, so renaming Poinsettia Park, the big, big field, uh, Field 1 now is called Thorpe Field. Nice. And there's a memorial plaque up on, behind on the scores table. Nice. And how old was Mitchell when he passed? He was 18. He was 18. Okay. So he started that roughly 13. at 13. Yeah. And, uh, man. Going yeah. into eighth grade and, uh, yeah, that was the hard, yeah. hard year. Yeah, for sure. So, okay, so 2009, you guys don't waste much time. You jump right in and start your foundation. So I love your purpose statement on your website about your foundation. And I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but it says, Make a difference today for a child fighting for their tomorrow while bringing hope and relief. What a beautiful statement and what a beautiful, you know, mission. And of course, you're focusing on families with, uh, with children suffering from life-threatening diseases. So from 2009 to you were about 12 years, 12 years into it, share with us some of the people that you've been able to serve through the foundation. 
Well, we've helped so many. It's, you know, there are certain families that stand out in yeah. front of us, but they're, you know, over the course of the years, it has been a beautiful thing to see how it has grown. Yeah. And, you know, we have affiliations with all the children's hospitals up mm. and down the coast. Mm. So people might ask, well, how do you find your yeah. families yeah, and your I children? Yeah, I too, yeah. Uh, it comes from the social workers, basically, mm-hmm. when they're in the hospitals, and they can basically tell the family has is really struggling to make sure. ends meet. Because what we have found, like myself, one of the parents need to quit their job to save mm. on that child, to advocate for the child and doctor's appointments and so forth. But it's those bills, yeah, those bills keep the same and they yeah. keep coming in and they get, they become defined even with insurance, so much out of pocket expenses that sure. they get hit with that they have no idea that they get hit with. Yeah. So uh, that's when the social workers will reach out. You know, you should mm. read, um, fill out an application for the Mitchell Thrive Foundation. So we come alongside these families. We are more than just giving a gift card yeah. and say good luck. We really walk the walk with them because mm. cancer treatments usually take about 18 months. Mm-hmm. So we kind of help these families along this path. So as you can imagine, the expenses that go with yeah. medical bills and helping keep a family afloat yeah. during this the time. Travel. You and guys travel all over. Yes. Sometimes we'll help families when they need to see a specialist out of state. Mm-hmm. So, for example, one miraculous story early on, it was like our third year, a family came to us when we were first starting the organization. Uh, their child was born without an auditory, um, a brain stem mm. implant is what she needed. Mm. Was not a typical candidate for the cochlear ear plant mm. to hear. And it was not approved yet here in the United States for 12 and under. Mm. So they came to us and said, we did a lot of research. There's a very famous, well-known uh, surgeon in Italy who's doing these procedures on children 12 and under. And we really want to have our daughter be able to hear at a young age versus sure. wait till 12 in order right. to learn how to speak and so right, forth. Right. So she says, however, the catch is, this is... In Italy, mm-hmm. it's $65,000 just oh, to have the operation, sure. plus four months or so to stay there with her until they can monitor her. So make the long story short, we're sitting there listening to this story. And because of our faith and where we've yeah. walked and we saw when we started the foundation, people came out for Brad and I right. for our very first walkathon to help us pay off a $70,000 medical bill. Right. And that's even with great insurance. Mm. So we're like, we were so humbled by that. And that's really how the foundation started with the 5K run walk. Mm. Because when Mitchell was still alive, the community in Carlsbad and wherever came out and heard about our story and wanted to help. Yeah. So I was like, okay, how much faith do you have? How much network do you have? Yeah. This is going to take a community and a village to make this happen for your family. So to make a very long story short, they were able to raise pretty close to sixty-five to sixty-eight thousand dollars. Nice. They were able to get her over to Italy, perform the brain stem implant. Doctors from all around the world came in to witness how this procedure was done. Two doctors out of LA to treat her when she came back. Wow. And the good news is now it's approved here in the United States for twelve and under. Ah, uh, that is tremendous. Isn't that tremendous? Wow. The power yeah. of a family to make yeah. things happen for I mean, your child. The ripple effects, you know, that you you helped not just her, but you helped how many others over the years now right. who have access to that procedure. What a phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal story. And I'm sure you have others that stick out in your mind too, uh, you know. Um, and I'm always, in, I'm all ears. I love the story. So if you have another one that you want to share before we move on. Talk about Connor. Oh, yeah. 
Go ahead. Connor um, was another family that came to us. Uh, they were with us for several years. Uh, we helped them for about four to five years helping this child um, who also was undiagnosed when he was born. Mm. A lot of seizures, a lot of things happening. They couldn't quite figure out what was going on with the child. They had a wonderful network. Uh, they came alongside. We helped fundraise with them to get them all the procedures that this young child needed. Uh, to make, to speed it up a little bit quicker, the they came to us at that time, they wanted Connor's gene mapping done. Mm. So now it became gotcha. a little bit more affordable yeah. Yeah. to do it. They were able to uh, figure out the gene in his case that was causing a lot of these uh, neurodevelopment disorders okay. in him. So she wanted to see if we could connect this them and his mapping to a pharmaceutical company here in Carlsbad. Mm. So we connected them to Ionis. Yes. And uh, those two then, we kind of stepped out of the picture. They took his gene mapping and now are creating a drug around it for uh, other families. Wow. So another great story of what we were able to do and over the years and the course of it all happening and connecting the dots for our families to help try to find cures. And that's what the bottom line is for families. They just want their kiddos better, right, right. you know, and wow. uh, we are faced in this day and age with a lot of challenging uh, illnesses out there. So true. Wow. Fantastic stories. I mean, just uh, life-changing, not just for the individual, but for many, many individuals down the road. So that's great. I was looking at your website, and it talks about four different programs that you guys have. Um, medical and home assistance, healing and rehab, conversion vans, and your youth leadership council. So um, you've kind of touched on, you know, like the medical and home assistance. I don't know. W would you like to share a little bit more on the healing and rehab? And then we'll go into conversion vans and things. Yes. We, when we first started the foundation, we really didn't know how many programs we were going to roll yeah. out because we didn't. And yeah. we knew medical and home assistance was the most urgent need. Right. So that was our very first one. Then as we progressed through the years, we saw a lot of the families coming out of the hospitals needed to continue with the rehab. Yeah. Many of the families said, you know, we are all suffering from trauma. Mm. Not only the child going through the treatment, but the affected family, even yeah. down to sibling support. Sure. So yeah, we had sense. to then say counseling services for trauma. Mm. It's almost post-traumatic stress disorder yeah. in a sense and bringing the family together. We are happy to say that we've had a 100% success rate in keeping families together and not in That's the divorce or separation. Yeah. Because we almost, deal. the whole situation almost divorced us. Sure. Because of the stress is beyond measure. Yeah. And we knew that you need the family unit in order to get through this. Yeah. So we kind of make sure we uh, get them that counseling they need. And yeah, I think your website talks about about 50% divorce rate with these kinds of situations. Yeah, it's challenging. Yeah. It's Some of stressful. them either are come to us with a whole family unit. And we try to really preserve and make sure everyone's can be as normal as possible. Of course. Right down to the siblings, hiring school tutors to help them get through their grades. And because I know in our case, our son, other son suffered greatly from A's and all of a sudden seeing his grades go to C's and D's. Sure. It's just it's just overwhelming yeah. how it affects everyone. Yeah. So we come along that. So that's the healing and rehabilitation. Yeah. And therapies. And, yeah, sure, sure. So then... Conversion vans. I imagine there's some some things, some some um, infrastructure needs that families have uh, just around their day to day transportation that they never anticipated. 
<laughs> uh, we had uh, a board, a potential me- uh, board member come on board and uh, he needed a conversion van for his daughter who eventually uh, later passed. But, uh, you know, it was about, you know, the child, you know, being able to, you know, enjoy their family time together yeah. while they can. Um, these are a necessity, not just a luxury. Yeah. Um, and the conversion van program, we've been able to gift five vans nice. over the years. And uh, So help. are you retrofitting an existing van? Sometimes we're retrofitting. Okay. Sometimes families are needing to buy a used one because okay. their current van may be too old. Yep. to retrofit and uh, we also partner with the you know the resource centers here yeah um, sometimes they're able to help with the conversion part mm-hmm. where that's up to ten thousand dollars to do a basic conversion gotcha so we'll help with the uh, funding of the you know getting the van for them nice all right and then um, this one I thought was very interesting. You're, you have a youth leadership council that yes. you guys run through your foundation. So share with everybody about that. That was a uh, wonderful thing that evolved. When we started doing our events, we noticed a lot of the kids at the schools here wanted to be involved in our events. Mm-hmm. And we noticed that the kids like helping kids and they yeah. really like to see where their efforts are going. Sure. Um, instead of some huge, large organization where they really don't see anything, right. the fruits of their labor. So Brad had suggested, wow, we really need to start a youth leadership program. So we were like, look, you said, that's perfect. That's awesome. Okay, so let's do this. So anyway, 12 years later, now going on our 13th year, we've grown the program, such a robust program now, uh, to a servant leadership mm-hmm. program, transforming our youth to be better servant leaders in the community. Oh, and what does that mean? Yeah. So they come alongside us. They learn um, servant leadership skills. Yeah. Uh, we meet monthly starting in August and run through the school year once a month through May. And not only are they trained in servant leadership concepts, but they also get involved with our events and helping with us, our families, our adoptive family for Christmas programs coming nice. up. Yes. So they get that. involved with that. So and then our big 5K run walk. Sure. They help tremendously with oh, that and, and get to see our kids with that. We just... Rolled off uh, our last graduation, nine seniors that were in our program. Some of us stay with us for four to six years. Wow. We recruit in eighth grade through senior year. How wonderful. Okay, we're going to take a brief pause to hear a word from our sponsor. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about your, your events and your funding and all that stuff. So we will be right back with Brad and Beth Thorpe from the Mitchell Thorpe Foundation. So one of the most important things any nonprofit needs is money, funding, right? I mean, it's you guys have a beautiful mission statement, purpose statement, but obviously without funding, it's hard to do all the things you're passionate about and would like to do. So so let's talk about a couple. You've, you've touched on them. You know, they've come up in passing here in our time together. But let's talk about your, your Warrior Spirit 5K that typically runs in February. Talk about how that started and how it, what it's like today. Uh, great. Uh, I mean, we're excited about this uh, event. It's, you know, our staple, you know, it's our showcase. It's mm-hmm. a chance to really get to, you know, for the community to come together and be able to participate in a wonderful, inspirational event. But uh, this actually was started, you know, while Mitchell was still with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, two years before his passing, you know, Beth had mentioned that the community had come out 
and held a walkathon for us to, yeah. you know, ease, you know, race help eliminate our medical bills. And uh, so, yeah, here we are on our 13th year. Wow. Um, but it's an exciting day. We have as many of the families and children that we are supporting that come out. And nice. It's a chance for them to thank their supporters yeah. who come out also and, uh, you know, give show what the foundation has meant to them. Mm -hmm. And uh, But, you know, it's a family fun festival. We got uh, sky jumpers that open the ceremony wow. up. Uh, ex, you know, Navy SEALs that come in, uh, Leap Frog Safety Instructors, the head guy that brings them in. And uh, awesome. it's a beautiful day. We got bands, we got, you know, DJ, we got all kinds of, besides the run and the walk, Vendors. You know, we've got the vendors yeah. and uh, we're always looking for more vendors. Sure. But, uh, then we have the jumpy area for the kids to yeah. have fun. And uh, just so it's more than just a three mile, a 5K you yeah. know, event. And it's in February. So February what? 5th. February 5th, 2022. Yes. All right. February 5th. 20. Can people already sign up? Yes. Two weeks. Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> another week. By the oh. time this this episode is released, it'll be it'll be open, and yes. so yes. people will be able to go and uh, sign up for the February fifth, twenty twenty two Warrior Spirit five k. That sounds great. And I hope to have my family there. Awesome. Um, yeah, we be, love that. Yeah. 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 No, we love five k's. Um, so that'll be really fun. So. Your other big fundraiser comes from one of your passions, Brad, and which spilled over to Mitchell, and uh, that has to do with baseball. So before we talk about the event that you guys do, tell us a little bit about your background with baseball. Well, I had the I was fortunate to be able to play with the Los Angeles Dodgers for three years in their minor league system. Uh, I started awesome. out at Double A. Yeah. Uh, some of my teammates that year were Fernando Valenzuela, ah. Mike Marshall, Steve Sachs, Oral Hershiser. Household Dodger names. Yes. Yeah. So it was an exciting time. Wouldn't trade it for anything else except for what we're doing today. Yeah. But uh, you know, it was a toy. I was a pitcher, so yeah. third year, second game, throwing a three-hit shutout, seventh inning. You know, tore the shoulder. Ah. Yeah, so that was and sort of the end of the career there. Never came back. and uh, But the, you translated that into your time with your son. And, yes. And uh, you coached him through the time that he played. Yes. And, you know, when I get, we were here in San Diego, I was able to uh, be able to coach Mitchell and also be on the board of uh, La Costa Youth Organization. And uh, many years I coached uh, each level for four years at a time since my sons were two years apart. <laughs> so it was a lot of baseball. A lot of baseball. Yeah, coaching both of them, but a great enjoyment and, uh, you know, it was a great learning lesson, life lessons that, you know, come out of baseball. Well, and, you know, now with obviously what Mitchell went through, that tragedy, I'm sure um, – it gives you something to look back, like that bond that you had during those times is special. I know like, you know, my, I haven't had any kids go through anything like Mitchell went through, but um, I had a blast. I've coached seven years of basketball with my kids, multiple of my kids at different ages and levels. And it's just so fun. You know, those memories that you create, you know, are, you can't create them any other way. No, they're, they're pure joy. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful you've evolved your um, connection with baseball with your foundation. So talk about the, the Grand Slam uh, baseball tournament. 
Well, you know, Mitch, it, Mitch always said to me, you know, in my you know, spirit, it's like, what took you so long <laughs> you know, to, you know, put this baseball tournament together? That's but uh, we held our s- second annual um, Grand Slam for Mitchell. It was September 24th to the 26th. Nice. We had 60 travel baseball teams participate. Wow. Um, so, yeah, we Tremendous. used some fields here in Carlsbad and also San Marcos yeah. to host all the games. And uh, it was a wonderful long weekend. Yeah. But uh, we were able to touch, you know, 900 kids and, you know, another three, 2,000 parents or more. Nice. So it nice. was a special day and a special uh, closing ceremonies that we had there. And I, yeah. I didn't realize it was set, uh, so new, like only a couple of years. I mean, obviously, you probably had to take a year off because of did. COVID. but. But still, yeah. it's only, you know, a couple of years old. Yes. So that yeah. was a fun event. Uh, and always great to see um, some of Mitchell's past coaches mm. are still coaching baseball. Sure. And uh, mm-hmm. to have them participate in it was really special. Oh, that's wonderful. And September is, we held it specifically in September because it's Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Mm. So we make sure that we have all the uh, gold ribbons out there, all the nice. players and coaches and umpires supported wearing their gold ribbons in support and recognition and awareness for childhood cancer awareness. Mm-hmm. Because 68% of the children we help have cancer. We left the foundation non-disease specific because sure. Mitchell was undiagnosed. So we helped children with all kinds of issues. Sure. Um, and um, But the a cancer, lot of cancers. Cancer is yeah. the biggest, yeah. which makes sense. Yeah. yeah. What are other fundraisers that you guys have beside? Those are your two biggies. Those are a big one. And we also had a third one that was a big one. We don't know if it's coming back, uh, but that was in partnership with the World Team Tennis and the San Diego Aviators Ah. at La Costa, usually in the end of July. Uh, But they were out last year. Yeah. This year they're out in Palm Desert. Oh, right. They moved. And we don't know if they're going to come back again, you know, for next year. So, but if it does come back, we'll be right there with them. And so our events center around a lot of activities and yeah. sports. And <laughs> unfortunately, we, well, it fits Mitchell, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But uh, we enjoy it, you know, so that was our third event, but you know, we've been fortunate to still, you know, give out over $2 million to the community here in wow. San Diego and keeping the roof over their head and uh, food oh, on no. the table yeah. for these families. That's wonderful. Well, besides fundraising, Beth, you have a, a, something new coming out. You have a, a book that's coming out uh, next year, 2020. And I, for those of you at home who can't see this, I have a, an advanced copy of the cover in my hands here, and it's beautiful. Um, so the book is called A New Creation. So tell us about how this yes. came together and, and what this is all about. Well, it's going to be coming out to the brick and mortar stores in June of 2022. Nice. Uh, so we are able to pre-launch the book and anyone who wants to pre-order a, uh, a book for make a nice Christmas gift, we'll mm-hmm. have books in hand uh, November and December. Oh, okay. So our job is to pre-launch. Oh, okay. So we'll be out uh, with the book. A New Creation is the title. Finding Meaning in the Midst of Tragedy mm-hmm. is the subtitle. And it really is a memoir. It's a book about our life. Um, So, and our story and what we went through. So many people over the years have told us, you really need to tell your story. Mm. You really need to see what happened here and the fingerprints of God through it all. So um, it is an inspirational, I want it written as a story. Yeah. And uh, we eventually want to take it to film. 
So it's a story about love. It's a story about faith. It's persevering through trials. It's a story about having courage and how community comes um, around us like they did. It's about forgiveness and it's about God's grace, his healing and restoration through even when we felt like he wasn't there along the way, but he was. And um, it was it, there's great nuggets in the book about how God and Mitchell spoke to our spirits mm-hmm. and profoundly showed us signs mm-hmm. and just God's promises along the way to keep us living and to finding purpose in our pain through Mitchell's death. And uh, we discovered that God never wastes a tragedy, yeah. right? We've learned to take um, the tragedy and to put it into something really inspirational to help other families and to be that light in the dark yeah. because it's really scary when you walk in and you're seeing families who are just so overwhelmed Sure. and we go in the hospital rooms and we we want to be that light in the dark to let them know they're not alone, Yeah. that you will be taken care of. Yeah. And then most often the families are very open for prayer. So we're very yeah. faith-based and we'll, we'll pray That's with great. them. We'll come alongside them and we just make sure that they know that they are loved through this process of, of what they're going through. So um, ultimately, it's it's the book demonstrates us being a witness for God. Does yeah. that make sense? Of how God worked through us yeah, and how we were able to, even though we didn't really know what was going on, sure. but we were like, God spoke to my spirit very early on that in the deepest part of my pain and grief, he's clearly said to my spirit, this is not the end. This is the beginning. Mm. And wow. I, I just stood up and shook my head and like, what does that mean? Yeah. I didn't know what, what that yeah. beginning of what. And that was like beginning of what? Sure. And then then Brad came back from um, when he was at church one day in a meeting and the spirit spoke to him and said, we need to form a foundation to help more families going through what we went through. Mm-hmm. And then he comes home to tell me that. And then I was like, you want to do what? Yeah. And so, again, that kind of brings it full circle how it was born. And then I began to understand, okay, this is not the end. This is the beginning. Yeah. And so now fast forward. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How God took us, wrapped his arms around us through our pain. Took your tragedy. Took our tragedy as we were still grieving. So I write about this in the story. We also write about how God speaks to his mm-hmm. followers yeah. for those that listen yeah, and That's that understand uh, how Mitchell and God spoke to us that month of his passing. So it's a miracle signs and wonders that we documented that's in the book yeah. um, that we share. Then pastors have shared our story on the pulpit. Oh, that's great. So about it. So many of us. Then when people say, you really need to write your story. Yeah. So it took COVID to shut everything down, to cancel my events, yeah. and to finally pour it all out and put it into this book. So it is a beautiful story. It's an inspirational story about bringing people together and just hold this supernatural phenomenon called the ripple effect Yeah, that drew people to us. Mm-hmm. as well as the ripple effect of helping so many other families and children. So to me, Mitchell's spirit is still so alive and well. Yes. And that through him and through God, uh, it's just a beautiful thing to watch how it has grown um, 
to touch so many. Yeah, well, that's wonderful. And so you said that you're going to have advanced copies in November and December, which is right around the time when our listeners will be hearing this. So they could order an advanced copy by going to your website. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. So the mitchellthorpe.org www.mitchellthorpe.org. Yes. And then I can find the information about the book there. Yeah, yeah it'll be on the front page there. Yeah. The, there'll be an uh, image of the book. And then uh, under Ways to Give is where the ordering will take place. Tremendous. Oh, that's that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, I, and I love that you're already thinking could be possibly adapted for film. I mean, how amazing. Yeah, yeah that's the end goal. We, and we, we want to get the book in the hands of some film Christian film producers or just um, any film producer for that matter, but who can take this uh, true inspirational story out to the world. And just another amazing and side note to that, when I was writing uh, the book and then figuring out who to publish it, I mean, it was daunting. I didn't know where to begin. And so I met a woman at the time who wrote the book Heaven is for Real. Mm, yeah. Uh, and that went it. to film. And yes, I met her at a conference it. and we chatted and she looked over my book proposal and and uh, she gave me some good feedback. And then we talked about publishers. And on the first submission to a New York publisher, uh, Morgan James Publishing, uh, you know, they, again, they can't promise you anything, right? Of course. When you're submitting all these book proposals and uh, first submission, he said, yes, congratulations. Wow. This is going to be in print. Wow. So, and it was so beautiful. The letter came back to us the week of Mitchell's passing in November. Mm. I mean, talk about the time, (laughs) the timing. I was just like, I held the letter to the heavens and went, Oh, you're funny. This is really good. You know, you're good. You're good. You know, and so he wants his story told. And it's, 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 so it's a lot of, it's a faith based book. It's, it's under the faith based arm of the publishing company. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that's great. Well, that's that's tremendous. Um, very exciting. Um, I, I should also, you know, I can't let you guys leave without mentioning that you were our Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce 2020 Nonprofit of the Year yes. at our CBAT Awards. So yes. just a year ago. Woo-hoo. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> we love having you guys. It was virtual, but we enjoyed yeah. it. It was Darn. a total shock to us. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Yes, it meant a lot. As a matter of fact, I talk about that in the book. Oh, really? So oh, there's a plug for you. Man, there you got the award in there. I have to get multiple copies. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for taking the time to come down and share with us today. And thank you for all that you do. And we want to encourage everybody to go sign up for the Warrior Spirit 5K and uh, get an advanced copy of your book. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Thank, thank you so much. much. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>